It's the Satellite Sisters. Hi, this is Leanne Dolan. I'm Monica Dolan. This is Sheila. I'm Liz Dolan. This is Julie. Real sisters, real life, real conversation. Tackling the world one cup of coffee at a time. The Satellite Sisters. Yes, we are the Satellite Sisters. I went way back into the audio vault to find that open for today's show. For those of you who are longtime listeners, uh, you will recognize that open, but I thought that was kind of fun. Don't you think, sisters, to back in the day when we had an actual announcer announcing us? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Takes me back, Liz. It sounded great. Good job, and, producer Liz. Thank you very much. I just, you know, I was in the audio vault this morning, and there were all kinds of CDs there that had never officially been loaded into the satellite sister's iTunes account. So I thought, uh, what the heck? You know, I found all kinds of stuff there, Monica. If you ever want to fire up Believe It or Not again, I have your theme song. Uh, Julie, I have the opening music to International News Roundup and Civility Challenge. Very good, Liz. And Sheila, I have the music to both Cozy Couch and Entertaining Sheila. Oh, so, my gosh. You're a winner. Okay. But most important of all, I have the theme song Two lab rats. And I understand the rats have another report this week. So that's two lab rats reports in a row. Yes. yes. And and it's it's holiday themed this week. Holiday themed. Are you going to tell us what or are you just going to keep us hanging for the show? Well, we can we can tell we can share. It's the Starbucks holiday drink menu, girls. (laughs) (laughs) It's way, way more PC than last week's (laughs) trip down the Freedom Mile. So yeah, we're we're we got so much mail. Thank you for the Freedom Mile segment. But we some listeners felt that it was a little over the line, so we're taking it back a notch to some hot drinks you can drink. In Monica, I want to know if you had to leave your neighborhood to do research for this. <laughs> no, I was proud, proud to walk into the Starbucks to get this stuff. Uh, okay, well, it's been a busy week for everyone, I know, uh, leading up to big Thanksgiving coming up this week. Last week when we recorded the show, I was sitting in Sao Paulo, Brazil. That's and, right. Yes, so it's the uh, the miracle of the Internet that we can uh, move around the world and still be your satellite sister. So actually, I had a really, really fun week. I was in Brazil and I was in Chile. And uh, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, you will see that what I attempted to do in my travels, to, to kind of keep it simple, I was one thing that is so great about South America are the juices. Uh, so <laughs> I was doing kind of a juice tour of Latin America. Um, so well, I hope- did, you, did you end up with a favorite juice, Liz? I mean, you, you posted some spectacular pictures yeah. on our Facebook group, yeah. um, the, Satellite Sister, the Satellite Sisters. Was there a favorite juice for you? Um, you know, watermelon juice is pretty tasty. Yes. Uh, it really is good. But the uh, but it's more the juices that are fruits that are, are less common here. You know, we have plenty of watermelons laying around uh, in California. So the, uh, let's see, the guava juice is pretty good. The guava juice is tasty. And then there are fruits that are not, you know, I don't even know the words for them in English, so they were really good. And also, mango, it's hard not to love mango. 
You know, mm. I, I put mango in everything, on everything. I would drink mango every meal. <laughs> to, me, to me, mango is the new tomato. As you know, like any place you could use a tomato, juice, side dish, you know, in a sauce, you can also use a mango. So, oh, um, oh, oh, so Sheila, <laughs> if you're going to dinner, listen. Yeah, I know. Soon. And it's, it's mango. Mango with balsamic vinegar is great. <laughs> it, it is really actually. Is. It actually is delicious. So. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> hey, speaking of cooking and the cooking that I don't do, I did hear in your midweek show, Julie, when you and Leon uh, did Satellite Sisters in the middle of the week, I'm glad I listened because uh, I found out what my Thanksgiving assignment is, that I'm just supposed to bring expensive seafood. That's, uh, that's right. <laughs> Take your front card over to that nice seafood place in Santa Monica yes. and up it down. Because all, all of your brothers and sisters that are attending the Pasadena Thanksgiving are going to be looking for some shrimp and crab legs, I think. Yes. Okay. I, you, know, you know me. I'm willing to pay anything but not willing to cook anything. So that, that is the perfect assignment for me. So anyway, for those of you who thought I was on some kind of juice fast this week while I was in Latin America, let me assure you, there was a lot of juicing, but there was no fasting. It is just, you know, the food in Chile is delicious. It's um, Oh, Liz, really? really, really, really good. By the way, Chile is fantastic. Can I, you know, I know that Brazil gets a lot of headlines and Argentina, people write about all the time, but Chile is really, really cool. I liked Santiago a lot. It was a lot, um, a lot more modern than I expected. I don't know. I just, these, these towns that I have not been in before, I just expected it to feel older and, you know, a little bit more colonial and that's wrong because Santiago is this bright, shiny city where almost everything is new. They have a very high standard of living. It's one of the most booming economies in all of Latin America. There's, huh. even, there's even a part of town, there's like a downtown section that's older, and then there's a central business district where a lot of the new office buildings and things are and their big office towers, and, and they actually call it Sanhattan. So it's Santiago meets Manhattan. That oh, that's cool. hysterical. <laughs> that part of noun, town is known as Sanhattan. So uh, I enjoyed the Sanhattan. And then, surprise, surprise, this was very unexpected. One of the nights that I was there, it just so happened that um, Fox Sports Chile, you know, which is one of the many television channels I work on. I know it's confusing how many things I work on. I get confused too, people. But, um, but Fox Sports in Chile just launched a couple months ago, and they were having a special match in Santiago that night. It was like the goodbye retirement match for uh, Nico Masud, who's one of the leading tennis players in Chile. So the first match was uh, Nicola Masud playing David Nalbandian, who is one of the... Oh, yeah. yeah he's he, he, he's Argentinian, good. and he, by the way, also retiring this week. And then the follow-up to them was Nadal versus Djokovic. <gasps> oh, wow, Liz. So it was really, really, really fun. So the first one, you know, it was very emotional for the crowd. The, uh, the president of Chile was even there, Sebastian Piñera, in case you're wondering. So he was there, because this Nicola Massoud, he won, he won two, two gold medals for Chile in the Athens Olympics. He won both the singles and the doubles, and now he'll be the Davis Cup uh, captain. But I am happy to report that at the moment, and guess what? He beat David Nalbandian in his final exhibition match. Do you, th- do you think that was 
sort of like a professional wrestling Liz, or maybe yes, a little I, stage. I'm assuming I, that they're both in Argentina this week and where David Nalbandian will be winning in, uh, in his final match. But the exciting part, so then at the end, you know, he wrapped himself in the Chilean flag and they gave him a bunch of awards. But I actually, along with the whole crowd, there I was for the first time in my life, legitimately chanting, chi, 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 le, 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 chi, 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 le, le, le. So with, the, with all the Chileans. So <laughs> that was And that, that actually is a new Starbucks drink, the chi, le, 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 le. So um, anyway, that was a lot of fun. One other note about Chile. Uh, okay, this guy, Sebastian Piñera, he's like at the end of his term. In Chile, the president can only serve one term that's one consecutive term. Then you have to go away for a term, and you can run again if you want. So there's currently a runoff between the two leading candidates for president in Chile, both of whom are women. Uh, one is Michelle Bachelet, who used to be president mm-hmm. and then okay. had to leave because Good. she served her term, and another one named Evelyn Maté. So it looks like Michelle Bachelet will get reelected. But it was kind of interesting to me being in Chile, where two women are competing to be president, and then going to Brazil, where a woman is, in fact, president of the country. So, you know, just just an observation. I don't Liz, know. It's what... excellent report from South America. Did you, did you, I know at one point you were looking at a lot of ponchos. Did you? Yes. Are we all getting ponchos for the Christmas? Can we can, expect can that? Can I just in our say, stocking? I saw not a single person in the entire country wearing a poncho. <laughs> In case you think it has some folklorico uh, appeal to it, well, there's really nothing about Chile that I saw that was folklorico at all. They're totally over it. They're driving BMWs, and they're doing very well. So, no, they're not wearing – maybe if I was out in the country, it would have been a different thing. So, no, you're not getting ponchos. I feel like like you've got as many as you need, and uh, the ones in the airport store were clearly, you know – just purely for tourists. So I, I didn't want to do that for you. But then when I was in um, uh, Brazil, because I just got back late last night from Brazil. because so I was in Brazil, then went to Chile, then went back to Brazil. And this weekend was the Formula One in Sao Paulo. Oh. So it was a big, big weekend there. I, uh, I did not attend any of those events. But I did watch the documentary about Ayrton Senna on the plane. So if, you, if you're really looking for a good documentary on a sports subject. That's it, a wonderful movie, Liz. It's I wonderful, isn't movie. it, Monica? It's really, mm-hmm. really great. I think even if, Monica, even if you don't know anything about auto racing, you'd enjoy that movie, right? Right, because he was just incredibly handsome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and charismatic, as all the drivers are. And it's, you know, it's a sport. I don't know much about, so it was very well done. Yes, it was very well done. It's very dramatic. Um, And uh, Ayrton Senna was so beloved in Brazil. Uh, So, you know, spoiler alert, the the documentary is about how he died. Uh, But the the main highway from downtown Sao Paulo out to the airport is actually Ayrton Senna Highway. And... um, in an ironic twist of fate, the average miles per hour on the freeway is about five because there's, <laughs> there's so much traffic in Sao Paulo that uh, if, you're, if you're rich enough, you move around in your own personal helicopter and you have your own oh. personal helipad on your home and your office. 
uh, this was not made available to me, so um, I was just in a car going back and forth. Anyway, Brazil, Chile, a big thumbs up to both of those countries. They are a lot of fun to visit. And so if you are afraid, I would say, don't be afraid. They're very nice people. <laughs> and what, one fashion note that I wanted to throw out and get the sister's point of view on, Brazil is clearly the land of man buns. You see a lot of men with the top knots. And I am pro top knot. I, <laughs> I, I didn't know what you were talking about. I thought you were referring to buns, man's <laughs> buns. No, a I mean like... part of the body completely. Yes, yeah, sorry. I should have been clearer about that. Oh, okay. You're talking it's about... A, actually, they're very good at that part of the body too, Julie, I would say in general. But I was not in... I was, not, bone. <laughs> I was not in, in any beach environments. Uh, I was in a business district. But no, you know, men wearing buns on their head. So... I, I think on the right man buns are super sexy, but I didn't know what you guys would think. I I know I, I think I like no I wear a bun the man should not wear a bun <laughs> I, I really believe that and okay. I I mean I'm fully into my bun head now and uh, the little donut I use I, I I think maybe Johnny Depp could wear a man bun yeah. on the beach but that's about it okay I I, 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 I didn't even know what you were talking about. <laughs> It hasn't to Portland till, yet, till Sheila, Sheila alluded to her bond head that she was sporting this summer when she went to the wedding. So now I'm getting it. Um, I think I'm the right man. It would be pretty sharp. Are you telling me there are no man buns yet in Portlandia? <laughs> I, I think there you probably sh- are. I just haven't noticed them. Yeah. Because uh, people are, you know, wearing hats now. So <laughs> Are wearing big, knobby hats. <laughs> big, knobby, knit knit homemade hats, so it's washing the man bun, but... And right. you know, Liz, the man bun is not going to work with the cowboy hat. No. So I, it is, we're not going to be seeing a lot of it in Dallas. I think it's one of those hairstyles that probably does not translate well. It's, you know, it, there are I'm certain sure countries. On South America. Yes, that's, I, I agree. When in South America, go with the man bun. But I, I don't think we need it in North America. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to stop that at the border. No man buns here. Uh, all right. Well, well, one last note. So I got home. So I was away for like eight days. It felt like a really long time. And you get into kind of a news blackout situation because you're moving around a lot. You're out every night. You're not really, you know, I don't speak Spanish or Portuguese, so I'm not catching things too much as it goes on. But last night I was, I landed at LAX uh, on my Korean Airlines flight. So the there was a driver who picked me up there. And as we're driving home, he asked me how my trip was. I said, Uh, I said it was great. I was in Brazil and Chile. And he kind of looked at me quizzically. He said, well, then why did you fly home from Korea? I was like... It's like, no, I, I was on a Korean airline, but it was, so I explained that whole thing. But I had noticed coming through the um, airport on one of like the CNNs on in on many of the bars that there was, uh, I saw on the crawl that um, Iran had agreed to a new... Uh, nuclear pact, new nuclear limits. So, mm-hmm. and that seemed like a really major story, like the president was on. And so, uh, so when I got home, it was just about 10 o'clock. So I thought, okay, I'd like to see what's actually going on with that. That seems like big news. So I turned on 
uh, CNN right before uh, 10 p.m., and uh, what comes on? Special report at 10 p.m. I'm like, okay, good. This is it. I'm going to get the latest on the new nuclear agreement. And it was a show called Life of Miley. And it was a 30-minute documentary about Miley Cyrus. Good, Liz. You need to catch up. She's been very busy all week. I mean, that Iran thing's going to go on for a while. Don't worry about that. But Miley, yeah, but th- things in Miley's life are happening at lightning speed. At pa- the- yes, apparently. They don't have a special every week about her. <laughs> okay, well, I'm fully caught up on that. and uh, So I'll read up on the rest of it, I guess, today. So uh, so that's my trip report. Now just home for Thanksgiving, which I'm I'm really looking forward to. Well, we're looking forward to that shrimp. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that sounds good. And, and the crab meat. Well, Liz, while you were gone, I, I was listening. Um, Julie and Leon did a show this week, and Leon did a report from the L.A. Car Show, which I thought was fascinating. I thought it was great. Um, and I'm planning to go to the car show this year in Portland. I went last year, but they were talking. Leon was talking about a few cars that. Uh, might be good for women of our age. And one of them was the Buick Encore, which is a car that I'm interested in. Oh. When Leon described it had noise deafening, Bose sound, noise cancellation system inside the car, that sounded really good to me. I knew I can... you would like that, Monica. I knew. Oh, yes. Because then, of course, I can focus on my poor eyesight. and throat. <laughs> <laughs> And not that is dis- if you still have a driver's license by the time you get this car. <laughs> not be distracted by the road noise. But I had a little funny thing happen this week that made me think, you know, I re- maybe I really should start looking at cars. So we had the first real frost uh, of the year. So I go out in the morning to get my car and... There's just a little bit of ice on the windshield, but I have to get the ice scraper out of the back seat, close the back door, you know, sort of gently slam it, and it just flaps back at me. There's no connectivity. <laughs> it is just flapping in the wind. What? So, first, I, of course, you think it's like this. Well, the seatbelt is just stuck in the door. So, I see the seatbelt is stuck. <laughs> and so, I just try closing it. It just flaps back at me. There's just, it's like a dead door. It's the only way I <laughs> I've never even heard of that happening. And it is just blowing in the wind, just open, blowing. And I am out there. I hope my neighbor saw I am out there for 15 minutes. I am pushing buttons. I'm unlocking, locking the whole thing. It's just flapping in the wind. And now it's like, I have got to get to work. You know, I don't want to be late for work. So I go inside and I get a roll of duct tape. Oh, I- yeah. Good, good. <laughs> Jesus. It works on everything. That or a bungee cord would be the way to go. I thought it was you were going to go for rope. But, yeah, but duct tape would work, yeah. You know, I was thinking about the bungee cord, but I don't even know what I would bungee it to. So (laughs) I got the duct tape. You have to bungee it all the way around the other side of the car. I know. You have to stick it to something. So, And I thought, well, I I guess you could drive with your arm out the window holding (laughs) the door closed. But it was 32 degrees. Oh, so I just, yeah, that sounds I, unsafe. So I just taped that sucker closed, and it looked, you know, it looked terrible. I mean, wait, I wait, where work. did you put the duct tape on the outside? Oh, on of the, the outside, Julie. There was no being discreet about it. Wait, well, how did the tape stick with the frost and the cold? 
Well, that's what I was worried about, so I stuck the whole roll in the car in case it opened. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. I I had a big piece of the like undercarriage of the car fell off this summer when I was driving. And so I got out and I duct taped that up too. So now the whole car is taped together pretty much. And uh yeah, it's like the Beverly Hillbillies there. So I go online to uh to see what the what the deal is because I'm thinking, oh I gotta bring it to the dealership. It's gonna be expensive. There were whole chat rooms devoted to like VW doors just flapping <laughs> open. <laughs> the dead and, door syndrome? Yes, DDS. There's yeah, there's a whole door thing on all models of VWs. They're like, oh yeah, eventually it's gonna happen to you. Some think some think it was related to the cold. I just don't want to spend hundreds of dollars fixing it. So it's You'd seems- rather buy a new car. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. how I got it. Yep. <laughs> I what I need is some blue colored duct tape. So it's, <laughs> oh, camouflage, yeah. camouflage duct tape. You're right, and it's not like you ever get in or out of the back seat. So who cares if that door is right. shut? I, you're right. I can get the groceries out of the other side. So I just yeah, right. I'm in the next point. I'm going to just spray paint the gold, the silver duct tape, so it'll <laughs> at least blend into the car because yeah. it was embarrassing. But um, I I tried. Uh, they said they recommended WD-40, so I sprayed a bunch of that in there and. We're going to see what happens. I've just kept the tape on all weekend, hoping magically it's just going to latch when the uh, weather warms up. So I would just love to know what's going on with your neighbors when they watch you. First, you crashed into their garage. <laughs> Next time, you're trying to get your door closed for 15 minutes, and you start taping up your car. I mean, it's just... <laughs> when is the insanity going to stop? When you get a new car, Monica. Okay. How old is your car? Your car is like 10 years old now? I really like my car. I love driving it. It still drives really well when things are taped up. <laughs> the right. But, but how and old is it, Monica? How yeah, old it's, uh, it's 14 years old. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, when it's not rolling down a hill or the door <laughs> isn't falling off, it's great. <laughs> Monica, I think you should go all in on the duct tape. I think you should try to uh, go online, go to one of these chat rooms, and find an artist that maybe could work with duct tape and really just take your whole car to a new level with a lot Gee, of duct that's tape. That's a good idea because, you know, it, I should put some on kind of prophylactically in some spots because stuff, more stuff is going to start falling <laughs> off this year's <laughs> Just I mean, you could be a sensation in Portland, Monica. I really think that this is good. Right. It's a new, a new kind of art car. You know, they have those around here a lot. It's yes. tough there. It's Southern California, that works. In the rain in Portland, the art washes off the car pretty quickly. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you could make a real statement. And it would seem somehow green and recycling. And there's it a, is. It's yeah. reusing. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. Um, Just keep that sucker taped together for another five years. <laughs> That's maybe maybe put some tarp on it. Too. Tarp is good too, Monica. Tarp That's is a good look. Tarp's a good look. A lot of my neighbors have pe- big pieces of tarp on their roof. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, what's going on with you, Sheila? Oh, well, sisters, I had a kind of a big week. Um, well, did I tell you about the book cook celebration at school? 
No. no. Very successful. Just want to mention the book cook. Uh, the book cook was our our first. Uh, can you guys still hear me? Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. Our first book report celebration in third grade. So what we did was uh, the kids uh, cooked for their parents. They presented their book reports. Were the template for the book report uh, was uh, in the shape of kitchen utensils. So, for instance, the plot was written on a measuring cup, and <laughs> the author and copyright written on a fork and a spoon. Do you see see where I'm going with this? No, not no, really. I no, I don't understand. I, I don't understand the connection between that and the book. Okay, and then it's it, the the book report was called Cook a Book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I guess I'm maybe I'm over your head. So then I'm, I think you are. I haven't been in third grade in a long time, so that's. And then I, think you are. I created. Um, I thought of a concept called the genre placemat, and which meant that I taught them about the five genres of fiction, and then they created a beautiful placemat and drew that in with all the characteristics of their genre. Nice. As they as they called it, the genre. <laughs> well, genre is a tough word for third graders. I can imagine that. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Prose for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Prose is getting... Reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that pro's hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when it's, my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E. Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life. 
aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OSEAMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) In their skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer and it just delivers this full body glow. Okay. You know we have raved about the Andaria algae body oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria collagen body oil. Youthful, yeah. Liz. A youthful yeah. glow is gonna happen. <laughs> and it's infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to OseaMalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. And then they created a lovely sugar-free buffet for the parents, including fruit kebabs, um, a, a, a rather, rather foul, uncooked sugar-free cookie. Have you ever... Mm, no cooking involved. That was rough. That, that tasted like Play-Doh. And, um, and then we, I made a raspberry lemonade. And we had all the parents in, so it was very successful. Okay. You know, Sheila, I keep reading about this new Common Core. I'm guessing that Book Cook is not part of the new Common Core. (laughs) You know what? It's not Common Core. And, 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 and as, as my wonderful new co-teacher said, who's young, who's just starting out, she said, you know, I really want to get back to teaching. I said, this is teaching. The book cook is teaching. This is what they're going to remember. <laughs> they're going to remember the disgusting cookies and the, the kebab. <laughs> and, and plus the pH de la resistance. Um, we ordered them chef hats. I mean, oh, nice. how cute is that? Yeah, okay. Good to the photo photos for that. Yeah. Okay. Good photo op. So that was that was at the beginning of the week, and then last night I had a very very important night, which was I mean it was just it was really a big night for me. Um, I met my new boyfriend. We are going public now as boyfriend and girlfriend. I met my new boyfriend's mother. Whoa! I know. I know. Well. I went absolutely fantastic. She's lovely, um, absolutely wonderful. And she was a teacher, and she was a school librarian. And, you know, there's, it's just, it's, you know, once you're a teacher and you meet another teacher, that, that's it. You know, I'm golden, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think she really liked me. But I think the issue was really um, that I have actually never met um, a boyfriend's mother <laughs> before. <laughs> <laughs> in That's my, in your, whole, in your life. whole life, in your whole my life. whole life, because um, 
of course, the guys, guys I dated when I was younger, uh, you know, I didn't, I guess. They were bad boys. They were bad yeah, they boys. Were, so they never yeah. introduced me to their mothers. And by the time I got married, my, my ex-husband's parents were both deceased. I never had to do that. And then my uh, only other relationship, his parents were not in America. So that never came to fruition. So, um, and I guess the, the big thing is there is a slight age difference between my boyfriend Brian and I. So, um, the mother is very, is still very involved in his life. Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, and, and so is, let's, is the mother older or younger than you, Sheila? She is older. Okay. Okay. That's good. I think that's you. Okay. I, so, uh, so that has been established. So what, what I basically did, Julie, in the morning was I made a mad run to Nordstrom's. And I needed a few things. Uh, okay. I, I needed, not that it matters anymore because eventually everyone's going to know my age, blah, 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 but it didn't come up. But anyway, I wanted a nice. <laughs> she, she didn't demand to see your driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted a nice uh, cream blush by Bobby Brown. I thought that could take a couple of years off. Could shave it off. And, and then, of course, I add the oil to the cream brush just to make it look like. It was like, were you just like pounding the serums yesterday? Pounded those creams and. I woke up so early. I went for a swim and I just pounded the serums. I had night. I had something called freeze your face on. It was like I had, I had a night freeze cream. Then I had the serum. Then I had like the vitamin C, retina A, um, wet hair. And I am pulling into Nordstrom's and I am just frantic. I need a new black. I need new jeans, Julie. Okay. I want- I, what I wanted was, I wanted some, uh, like a nice flare jean, mm-hmm. a nice, more formal, uh, you know, flare jean with a seam down the front. And, but of course, you can't buy anything that day that's going, you need to, it needs to be hemmed. Like you're swimming in the jeans if you not try. If you ha- not if you have duct tape. Just <laughs> <laughs> keep that in mind. Such a good point, Monica. So, I mean, I first hit up Bobby Brown. I said, just give me the pretty, the pale pink cream blush. I needed a new mascara. I really was tempted to buy one of her serums, Monica. Oh. Because Bobby Brown basically has, it's like cooking oil that you can put on your face. <laughs> She's all about plumping it up. It's, 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 it's a plumper that I, but I just, I skipped it. Then I, I ran around. I went for the jeans. The jeans had a lovely sales girl, Christina, who was about 21. And she, she was showing me the jeans. I ended up with a nice boot cut, a dark wash boot cut, mm-hmm. boot cut. And, and she's, and I am like sweating at this point. All the serums are dripping off my face. She's like, <laughs> um, so it's this for a special occasion. And, and I was excited, but I was like wiped out by 10.30. The store opened at 10. I did everything in a half an hour because they had to get home and like do my hair and everything. And um, I said, oh, God, I'm meeting my boyfriend's mother. And I knew the look on her face was, really? Uh, <laughs> she was thinking that you may be the mother. Right. She's like, oh, I don't get that. Like, aren't you too old to be meeting a boyfriend's mother? And I was like, oh, no, I'm meeting my boyfriend's mother. She said, oh. 
And of course, at Nordstrom, they are so nice. Yes, they are. You want to buy like five more items because they're so nice to you. She said, you look so fabulous in those jeans. Those jeans. She said, well, you look just look so fresh. Are you going to meet them for lunch? I said, no, honey. I got six hours to prepare. I, <laughs> I have more moisturizing to do. This is just the first stop. I need foundation. I need a lot of stuff. I need a lot of help. So, um, but, so I, I, I basically said, God bless you. That's what I said to her as I left. You know, thank you. And, you know, everything works out, Julie. If you have a nice, fresh blouse on, I bought some nice, simple gold earrings. Um, uh, I did, I did wear the bun head. I opted for the bun head because that's an instant facelift. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Particularly if you do it tight. So you, you look good that way, Sheila. Sure, sure. But here's um, what I want to know. Did you make any, like, cultural references uh, that would tip them absolutely. off? Like music, movies? No. Did you talk and, about the Kennedy assassination <laughs> anniversary, where you were? I was absolutely silent. I just listened. I could not speak. Um and there were other things, uh, but basically what we did was we talked about teaching, which was lovely. Uh, Carol is a uh, scrapbooker, so I was really oh, interested in that. Um, she was planning her daughter's wedding. And, you know, it's all about the wedding, Julie. Okay, yeah. good, good. So we talked about the wedding and um, how much we love weddings. And we talked about family, and we all grew up in Connecticut. We talked about Connecticut. We talked about the food. We kept it light. And I good. thought it was a lovely evening. I really good. did. Good, That's Sheila. good. Phew. That's great. I know. And how did, how did Brian feel it went? Good? Brian felt it went absolutely great. So I, I think, and, and, you know, we'll hear. I, I'm sure we'll hear back. Um, and, uh, we'll, you know, next step is I'd like him to meet all of you guys. Uh, so there we go. And, and I'm, I mean, I actually, Does I bought him. like seafood? <laughs> There will be opportunities this week. I know. So will, we're gonna, will we see him on Thanksgiving? Are we going get, to get a chance to meet him? Not not on Thanksgiving, unfortunately, but very soon, Liz. Okay. All right. Very, very soon. soon. Yeah. Okay. So okay. that's it. I'm down. So, whew. Congratulations. You got Thanks. past a, a, that's a major milestone, I would think. It yeah. is a major milestone in my life. Yes, it's the first time ever. So, uh so that's that's good, and we'll we'll keep you posted on that. Okay, well that's good. You got new jeans, and your face is plumped up. So all in all, a good a good evening. A good evening, Joel. Okay, well here's speaking of evening, I, I, we have a new segment, and I I need your advice, sisters. Okay, I need a ruling. I, whether I have two incidences that happened in the last 24 hours, and I need to know if these are neighborly. Or not, okay? That's what this is. Neighborly or not, we're going to have to go find a theme song for that. Yes, Liz, we need to, we have to go into the vault or a new theme song, neighborly or not. Okay, here's the first incident. uh, Around uh, 6 o'clock last night, I got a text from one of my neighbors that said that she was having a surprise birthday party for her husband and there was going to be a loud boom in the neighborhood uh, around between 7 and 8 o'clock. That was, the, that was the text that I got. Now, my question, first of all, is this neighborly or not? I mean, because 
I didn't wasn't invited to the party. Uh, right. Right, right. But I suppose because there was going to be this loud noise, she didn't want to alarm her neighbors, which is which could be seen as a very neighborly thing to do, right? Uh-huh. So what do you think, sisters? Was that neighborly or not? <laughs> well, is she a good friend of yours, Julie? No, no. I mean, we're, we're neighbors. We're neighbors. We talk. We're very friendly. Um, I know both her and her husband, and uh, I've been to their house. They've been to my, our house. Uh, so, so you know, that's, that's where it is. But, um, but she had arranged to have a cannon in the driveway. Oh, okay, I'm going, I'm going with neighborly. I think, uh, I think she was right to warn the neighbors. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think in that situation, for a major birthday for your husband, you're obligated to invite all the neighbors. I mean, you're, it, if she's going with the, like, dearest and closest friends and family they have, uh, apparently you have not earned your way into that group yet. Right, but was, right. That's... But it was very neighborly of her to warn you about the noise, because I'm sure that could create some panic. So I'm going with neighborly. I don't know about the rest of you sisters. Um, I think it's neighborly. I just don't understand the cannon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't get past the cannon. Yeah. The cannon yeah. is not neighborly. Well, I don't know. Again, because all I got was the text. I don't know what the context of the cannon was or what the, the significance of the cannon was to the birthday celebrations. But there was a cannon blast did occur. Um, also, it's, I think it, you know, in, in retrospect, I think, you know, I, I, I you know, I mean, again, you know, I don't have to be invited to every party that's in, you know, just because someone's having a party on your street doesn't mean that you should, you know, you have to be inv- automatically be invited to that. You know, that's, that is true. Um, um, and it's a good I, thing. I feel, I feel a butt coming on, but. No, 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 it's a good thing she said that because also as part of the celebration, there seemed to be some cowboys involved because at one point my husband looked out our front uh, r- window and saw three cowboys with guns drawn going down the street. Now, again, if we had not received the text about the birthday celebration we might have come to a different conclusion. <laughs> what kind of party was this? I'm guessing some kind of Alamo theme. Is, uh, that's what I'm guessing. It could be like, like I, maybe maybe that's what it was. But there were there were cowboys with guns coming down the street. So that again, you, we could have jumped to the wrong conclusion if we didn't know there was some kind of birthday celebration going on. So yes, I guess it was a very na- it was it was just unusual. It was <laughs> there's, there's, there's a birthday celebration. Run for your lives. I mean. <laughs> Just, yeah, um, you know, did, did you do any reconnaissance to find out if there were other neighbors invited to the party, Jewel? Well, it sounds uh, like you, you and you and your husband spent most of the night just peeking out of the curtains, <laughs> <laughs> trying to guess what was going to happen next. Well, you can't blame us when you get that kind no. when you... I mean, if I cowboys with guns drawn, you know, riding down the street, I would be highly suspicious. They were walking. Yeah. They weren't on yeah. horses. They were, yeah, they were just walking down the street. Oh, walking? walking. Well, you never know. Walking. Some wild steer could come barreling down <laughs> into your lawn, too. You didn't know. My, my question, Julie, is also the, um, how did Zorro, your black lab, react to the cannon fire? Because a, a lot of dogs would find cannon fire upsetting. 
Right, right. And again, very neighborly that she sent out this notice, and I checked with another neighbor that was not invited to the party as well, and she had received the notice as well. And um, um, my dog Zorro didn't, he, you know, he sleeps through anything. So he, do, you know, he doesn't. That Ju- Julie, I, I think you can count your blessings. You did not go to that party. Surely <laughs> it involved some sort of costume. And oh, yeah, I, how I okay. feel about wearing costumes. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's or some deep Texas roots that you don't have. <laughs> right. Right, Liz. Right. Okay, here's the second situation. I need I need to know whether it's neighborly or not. I was um I was at the grocery store today. Um, uh, doing a little um, sort of pre-holiday shopping and also uh, a small amount of hoarding. We're about to have a big ice storm here in Dallas. And um, the man behind me in line was apparently buying bread. And when I'm saying he was buying bread, he had 20 loaves. He had all kinds of bread. He had pumpernickel bread, rye bread, white bread. He had rolls. He had toast. He had hamburger buns. He had... He had, he had donuts. He had little Debbie cookies. He had, but it was, it was, he had, he had 50 different items of bread on uh, the, on the conveyor, on the checkout uh, conveyor belt. And I, I just, is it neighborly or not? I turned to him and I said, are, are you going to a bread festival? You know, that's, I, I I mean, and he laughed, but he didn't explain his bread purchases. And I just want to know. Is it over the line to comment on what someone else is buying at a grocery store? Like when you, if you're in the checkout line, yes, it is. Is it neighborly to like comment on the fact that this guy had, I don't know what he was doing with all this bread. I just was kind of curious. Or should I just have minded my own business? Julie, there is nothing more annoying to me when someone looks at my purchases and says something. I can't explain it. I feel like I want to rip their head off. I, I, it's like, this is my gross, uh, this is my money. I mean, and, and, and do not look at me. Do not look at my stuff and do not say anything. I, I find that that's like somebody commenting on what you're eating when, when, you know, you, they're just walking by. Oh, that looks like a good sandwich. Well, yeah, it is. It's my lunch. And please turn your back to the wall because I do not want you commenting. <laughs> and Sheila, I, I feel the opposite. I feel like it's kind of friendly. If you see someone has, you know, to say something like, boy, having a big party tonight. Or- oh, yeah, that, that's, that's, the subtext is, wow, you're a big, fat, you know, gluten, loving, you know, sugar binge. Like- <laughs> oh, I, I just think it's friendly to, to yeah. not comment on everything, but you could have said, Julie, like, whoa, you having a big party or a big barbecue or, well, I don't you know, know I mean, I Right. I thought it was kind of cute. I said, are you going to a bread festival? Because, you know, I mean, he had, I mean, at first I thought, well, maybe it's for Thanksgiving. You know, he's, he's stuffing. This, this, no, well, <laughs> bread festival, what, like Woodstock? Three days of gluten-laden products? Like, what, what, what? Where did you get it's, that? It's gluten-stock, Sheila. You don't know gluten- about gluten-stock? Oh. I just thought it was kind of cute, Sheila. I was trying to keep it light. I didn't want keep to be light. Well, too noisy. Yeah, t- you made your comment. How did he feel? How did he look when, when he, you said he, that? 
He laughed, but he didn't provide any information about what he was doing with all this bread. <laughs> I, you know what? I just fundamentally find what people have in their lane, it's usually fascinating. When it is like the ultra, ultimate anthropological uh, experience, analysis, to kind of look at what people have and guess what their lives are. Like, what is going on here? And you Margaret Mead at Vaughn's No, you see, you see people who, like, have a, have a, a lean cuisine and a fifth of scotch. And you think, well, that's not good. That doesn't seem like a good combination. Or this, which seems like it could be, it could be off on some kind of fun, giant stuffing-making uh, experience for Thanksgiving. But I normally make a mental note and kind of try to imagine what the person's life is, but I, I rarely comment. I, I just I keep my little invented story to myself. Okay. Yeah, I think look, the little Debbie roasted chestnut stuffing is big this year. I, I, I saw movement for that. I mean, the little Debbies give it away. I mean, that's not bread. That is... No, it wasn't bread. I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Again, okay. I was trying to find out by asking him. I thought a neighborly question, but the vote was two against two against one. So that apparently was not neighborly. So okay. my neighbor was actually neighborly, and apparently <laughs> I wasn't neighbor. I was over the line, and okay, I asked. Jewel, the, the you vote. made a little a little mistake. Next time, do you know you just look? And hold it in. Hold it in. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, okay, Thanksgiving. Monica, are you headed to Bend for Thanksgiving? Yes, I am. I'm taking the bus. Uh, <laughs> You're trying, afraid trying, something major, like the engine's going to fall out or something? I'm trying something new. Well, you know, it could snow. So they, they have a bus that goes from Portland to Bend. It does take quite a bit longer than your own car. But you don't have to bring any tape with you. And so I bought a ticket on the bus. So I think that'll be kind of fun on Wednesday night. Um, and, yeah, having right. Thanksgiving dinner with our brother Dick and sister-in-law Sue and some of Sue's family. So it'll be fun. I'm not bringing anything because you can't really bring anything on the on bus. On the bus, yeah, yeah. And, Julie, I heard, I listened to the show you and Leon did this week. So uh, because of your wrist injury, your son, Will, and his wife, Lauren, are doing all the cooking, which sounds great. I, yes. You're going with the deep-fried turkey, which I can't wait to hear how that goes. And, I know. Yeah, I laughed out loud when you said that millennials know how to do everything because they've watched a video on it. And that is so true. Like, everything, everything is explained on YouTube. Yeah, sure. You watch a video, you know how to deep-fry a turkey. So I'm dying to know how it actually turns out. Well, we'll let you know. Hopefully don't, we don't burn down the house. I might be sending out notices to my neighbors about a blast that happens <laughs> on Thanksgiving. Hey, but we don't want to forget lab rats. That's great. Don't we have that coming Oh, up yeah. Here? Oh, my God. I totally forgot. Yeah. I know. All right. Okay, All right. rats. All right. Well, here we are, Monica. Uh, me, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to. Okay. Let's play a little lab rats intro music. Okay. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. Because, <laughs> because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. 
But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame-bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame-bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? <laughs> and that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with, your, with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your Butcher Box account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your Butcher Box on vacation, which is. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. All right, here we are, Monica. Monica, take it away. <laughs> Sheila, didn't you get the introduction? I did. I did, but it start. Oh, here it is. Oh, oh, intro. oh Monica, do you write the intro that Sheila does? <laughs> yes.
<laughs> okay, no, no, we are the Lab Rats. We are back this week, Monica. This is Sheila Dolan in Los Angeles, Monica Dolan in Portland, Oregon. And Lab Rats is that special time of the show when Monica and I road test consumer products and report back on our findings. Monica? <laughs> Sheila, this week we tested the holiday beverage menu from Starbucks, uh, mm-hmm. which was just a lot more enjoyable for me than our last trip down the Freedom Isle last week. That was a little embarrassing uh, for me. But this was a really fun assignment. Thank you, Sheila. Um, We sipped and sampled uh, three drinks that are on the Starbucks holiday menu. The gingerbread latte, the caramel brulee latte, and the peppermint mocha. Mm, okay, Monica. Well, you know, I have fun in the Freedom Mile, but of course, Starbucks is another place where I feel right at home. Uh, and I, 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 I feel like I have an unfair advantage here because it just so happens that this year, my lovely classroom teaching assistant, that's right, Ashley, is also a barista at my Starbucks. <laughs> and in fact, when I um, interviewed her, it, I, it clicked on in my brain that I had seen her at Starbucks and I saw her multitasking so well that I thought she'd be a perfect teaching assistant. Um, so I've had, uh, I've had so many free drinks, um, and samples, but I've bought, I've invested huge amounts of money in Starbucks over the course of my life. Um, and this is what my methodology and what I'm looking for. I, I, I need uh, strength in my espresso. And girls, you've often heard me sort of uh, give a special order uh, that I have created myself. If, if, if coffee calls for one shot, I want two, right? Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's poured in a medium cup, I want a short cup because I want a flavor blast. I want, I want a concentrated espresso blast. And I also want the sweet, the hot, the gingerbread, the nutty, the molasses, I want it all. Um, so I basically go to Starbucks once a day or twice a day. And um, I started drinking the PSLs about um, two months ago, pumpkin, spi- pu- pumpkin spice lattes. Yes. And it was the 10th anniversary of the PSL, and I honored that. I, I bought them consistently for a month. <laughs> but, but I ordered them in my own special way, Julie, which is... Short, a double short PSL, one pump non-fat. Because, see, the syrup. I don't even know what that means. No, I, I, I'm with you, Julie. I'm not, I don't speak Starbucks as well as Sheila does. Well, the special pumps that they're going to be flavored pumps of gingerbread, of pumpkin, of caramel, of peppermint are actually very sugary. Uh-huh. So if you're watching your waistline, um, and you want to cut back a few, a few, I don't know, five or six calories. <laughs> you can ask for a one pump, but I'm looking for strength. I'm looking for reduced sugar and I'm looking for, um, just a sweet, long lasting holiday flavor, Monica. How about you? Okay. Well, I, I'm the complete opposite of you because <laughs> of course. I, I have saved millions of dollars over the years, Sheila, by not listening to the siren call of Starbucks and its fancy flavored whipped cream top drinks. So I'm actually funding my retirement with the money that you're spending at Starbucks. But we can talk about that later. So, yes, we can. Um, 
because you forced me to go down this road and go to Starbucks and order these fancy drinks. Forced you? I mean, it's enjoyable. Okay, go ahead, Monica. It was enjoyable, but I am now the proud owner of this uh, buy five drinks, get one free card. I have my own holiday. I believe the man called it a holiday passport. And oh, so, uh, I'm going to be filling up that card. Now, what I'm looking for in a drink like this, I really want um, dessert in a cup. That's what I, I okay, like. Okay. Yeah, no, I, that's okay. I want a liquid dessert. I want warm goodness. I want a touch of espresso. And I want something that's going to be a really special treat because I just can't afford... <laughs> Divide things like this. I know. Now, for me, it's no longer a treat. I understand that. It's it's a need. It's a necessity. <laughs> um, and I okay. don't want to cross over into the need category. So, but okay. I did enjoy it. So let let's keep going. Okay, we're the lab rats today. We're testing Starbucks holiday drinks. Let's get to the results, Monica. Okay. First, let's go for the gingerbread latte. Uh, by the way, this drink is only 250 calories. Mm. Um, and what it involves is the gingerbread flavored syrup, the espresso, you have nutmeg, cinnamon, and you have my favorite spice, vanilla. I could eat a stick of vanilla if, if I were allowed. I just would like vanilla on everything. Um, and you can opt for the whipped cream. Um, I actually enjoyed this drink immensely, but I had to do... And this, by the way, I, I prefer the one pump of gingerbread and the whip. Um, and I thought it was like a, um, just a, like a, like a cake in a cup. <laughs> like a, like a gingerbread, little mini gingerbread house, like the piece of the door, like ripped off and soaked in whipped cream. Uh, two, two paws up, Monica. Okay. Well, you know, I, this drink was exciting for me because I love classic gingerbread and I love coffee. And I was really, really pleased it wasn't some hot cinnamon coffee because that's what I was expecting. But the depth of flavor of the gingerbread mm. whatever, I don't know, what is that stuff? It comes it's in a gingerbread box. flavored syrup, Monica. I, I, I tried not to look. I wanted to think <laughs> they were putting... Dun dunking a big piece of gingerbread in there um you know this drink was so delicious i mean okay. i i wanted to go ice skating or hum christmas songs <laughs> it was just so delicious and on top did you notice i the guy said you want the uh, whipped cream i said well is that the usual he said yes i said well of course i want the whipped cream but it is a spiced <laughs> laced whipped cream yes monica yes so it is special whipped cream that goes on top a I shout did, out. Yeah. I did not expect to like this, but I loved it. Two paws up. Two oh, paws up. That was an exciting time for you, obviously. <laughs> Sheila, you are such a pusher. You are you are corrupting yourself. I know. Well, as I always have. And because of course it's a coffee drink, I was up all night after I had that thing. It was amazing. Oh, I slept like a log. I mean, in fact, I did a Starbucks run before I met my boyfriend's mother because I needed just a little jolt. Um, I actually got the caramel brulee, and let's move on to that, Monica. Um, the second product we tested was the caramel brulee latte, and uh, let's just say this: this is going to set you back 
almost 400 calories. If you go for the full metal jacket, which is, um, you know, the, the hot caramel, the whipped cream, it's got chunks of caramel pieces on the top. Now you can go for a skinny caramel brulee, which I do. I do the, again, short cup, non-fat. Um, the caramel syrup is so sweet, but I want to talk a minute about, um, a lovely person I met last night at Starbucks, uh, before buying the caramel brulee was, um, I didn't catch her name, but a female plumber, um, works for Muir Plumbing. She goes there after work and gets the venti caramel brulee. And as she said to me, sometimes I know I should go home, but I just can't help myself. <laughs> oh, I, I understand. Oh, I understand what she, you're talking about now. She gets the, the venti caramel brulee. And then she told me that she takes one, um, she takes the cinnamon spice home for her girlfriend, but, um, she was, she was downing that. Now I asked her, how many shots of espresso do you put in that? She said only one. I, I, the caramel brulee was way too sweet for me, Monica. I mean, uh, I, I, I would prefer like a nice chunk of jar, dark chocolate. Um, it was way too sweet for me, uh, two paws down for me. Oh, wow. All right. I just have one word for this drink. Dangerous. It was <laughs> dangerous. Oh my gosh. It was, it was like, it was buttery, creamy, rich and sweet. I was, I was actually speechless gulping that thing down and I was mm. gulping it down. What I loved about this drink was, you know, I mean, Starbucks has got it all figured out. They have the warm coffee layered with the cool, creamy whipped cream. And so it's designed so you can actually chug it. It's at the perfect picture for chugging. Oh, you, you need coffee bad, Monica. I am so sorry I ever tried one of these. I, I honestly, I don't know how that person could survive a venti cup of one of these and, she, and make it home. She went hard to pass out of the car. I feel people deserve a caramel brulee. And by the way, Monica, you didn't mention the real molasses drizzle at the top. Did you mention the drizzle? No, I didn't mention the drizzle, but I got like a the brittle. Mine oh, was you- like little caramel pieces of brittle. When I looked inside the cup, it was just all oh, delicious looking. Okay, well, the girl up. She might have mixed it up with me because I got a molasses drizzle. In any case, Monica, it sounds like you, you really need to get out of the house more and go on. <laughs> I love okay. it. I absolutely yes. love it. So oh, what was your good. ranking on that, Monica? Because that actually sounds delicious. It sounds like, oh. you know, like oh, pralines and cream ice cream at Baskin Robbins. Liz, very, very good. That's exactly what it tasted like. <laughs> if you had that and a cup of and coffee, a cup of coffee. Side, Yes, I could imagine it from your description. That's what I was tasting. And just a hunk of gingerbread roof. Oh, and a little Debbie. Oh, are you kidding? Okay, so 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 far, uh, I give two paws up to the caramel brulee and the other one, which what was the gingerbread thing? I mean, the, these drinks were astounding. Okay, next, finally, uh, let's go to the peppermint mocha, the skinny peppermint vanilla latte. Uh, you know, Ashley, my teaching assistant, just actually I ran down there again this morning to get the skinny peppermint. And man, did she make that well. It was is double, short, skinny, 
hot, just a beautiful blend of peppermint, vanilla, and spice. Um, this was a taste sensation, Monica. I usually, you know, I'm not a huge peppermint fan, but my gosh, peppermint and chocolate, that is Christmas. <laughs> I mean, that is Christmas right there. Two paws up. Okay. Um, you know, this is going to be extremely biased. I, I hate hot peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a Wonder bias. That's a going. preference. There's a difference between a bias and a preference. You're entitled to your preference. Okay. Well, I went into it, Liz, knowing I was not going to like this drink. And the reason why is my preference is that I absolutely hate hot peppermint. And I really don't enjoy cold peppermint and chocolate together. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I could do one thin mint cookie a year would satisfy me. <laughs> so I, I didn't know they had a full fat model, which was just the peppermint mocha and it had the whipped cream and little shavings of chocolate on the top. But yeah. I didn't want to waste the calories because I knew I wasn't going to be able to get through this drink. So I got the, whatever you talked about, the skinny. You told me skinny peppermint vanilla latte. It was just it was so many words to say. Annoying. <laughs> and you hadn't been out of the house, and it was just yeah, it was a lot to say to someone. I know it's, it's a oh. lot of words for me. I, I felt silly even ordering it, you know. Uh, and but I did it. I did it for you, Sheila. I did it for the lab rats. Um, I, I just didn't like this drink. I'm not. I can't. Two paws down on the. I don't like peppermint. Oh, well, that's, you know, I think you did the right thing, though. You got out of the house. You you treated yourself, Monica. And that's, <laughs> Coffee and that's, all weekend. And that's what a nice Starbucks beverage is. So let's recap our findings. Monica, uh, the gingerbread latte, what was your, what was your ruling? <laughs> I'll just tell okay. you, I, my favorite was that caramel brulee latte. Oh, and, that and, is obvious. And it was and, way too sweet for me. Okay. All right. And your Wait, favorite was? Uh, the skinny peppermint all the way. That, okay. that was quite a surprise, as you said. And, um, so it sounds like, Monica, you're going to be filling up your Starbucks holiday gift card with more caramel brulee. Am I right? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm looking go- forward to my next one. And, uh, I'm wondering how soon I can have it. There's no way I could have one before work and then actually work. Okay. Sheila, one final word from Lab Rats. Um, this is. What? Uh, pertaining to last week's show. We got a message. Do not flush those personal wipes down the toilet. Oh, really? Oh, this is, oh my God, this is, this is news to me. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. It's, it's bad for the plumbing. And I just, you know what? We've had a major plumbing disaster actually in the building. Sheila, I'm sorry to hear that. You could be the cause. Oh my, no, I mean, I don't, okay, I don't want to go into my, my, my habits, but I don't think it was the wipes, Monica. Okay. Monica, what are you saying? That, that it I'm was. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just trying to make a public service announcement here, you know? <laughs> just, 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 oh, not a, a PSL, not, not a PS, that's a PSL pumpkin spice latte. That's, I'm, I'm just trying to. We heard from some plumbers. Just don't flush the wipes down the toilet. I'm just okay. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, let's I think we got that. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. 
All right. Well, thanks, Lab Rats. Um, the, uh, do you have any ideas on what your next report will be on? No rush, but, uh, you know, there were, uh, there were a few recommendations on the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. So you're going to think about it? We are going to think about it and, and get back to you all okay. on all our right. next report. That's okay. right. All right. Keep us, keep us posted. The, uh, the, uh, thanks, Lab Rats. So whenever you want to get in touch with us, you know, we Satellite Sisters Facebook group. So it's an open group, so you can post whatever you want. Julie, I noticed that uh, just in the last couple of days, someone po- posted a very nice gift item that you will um, that you will enjoy receiving and giving to your friends, and that is the uh, kale shopping bag. That yes, <laughs> indeed, it's on my list, no doubt, Liz. So uh, so there we are on Facebook. You can also follow me on Facebook, and this is Liz and. Lee on Facebook, Julie, whatever. You can yes. you can follow us on Facebook. At Twitter, we are at Sat Sisters. We always tweet out the show and other news about us. So if you want to um, follow at Sat Sisters, that would be great. For those of you who listen to the show, if you subscribe at iTunes, that's great. If you don't subscribe at iTunes, it's a really easy way to get our show, and you always get it when it's new. And uh, so if you're in the iTunes group, any amount of reviews or stars you feel moved to give us, that is all good for us. And the same with Stitcher, which is I really love Stitcher. I have that on my uh, on my smartphone. And the thing that they changed about Stitcher in the last couple of months, sisters, I don't know if you've noticed this on your smartphones, now you can put... The- the little button that says listen later so it's, yes i like that it's Liz. really good download, yeah yeah so you can download it but then listen later yes, yeah like so that. you don't have to be online necessarily at that moment to be listening and that's why i was catching up with a lot of the shows including the show that you did this week with leon on the plane home from brazil last night because i had gone into stitcher and just put a bunch of my favorite podcasts into listen later and there it all was for me even when i was at thirty-five thousand miles uh, above the uh, surface of the earth. Feet, so. feet, not miles. Oh, not miles. <laughs> Unless you were in a rocket ship. That did probably... sound wrong as soon as I said it. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> 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 the uh, Anyway, so at Stitcher, you know, whenever you listen, you can give a show a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So the more thumbs up you give us, uh, the better it is for us with Stitcher. So anything else we need to mention here? Uh, and we then- need to. We, we, uh, Leanna and I hope to do a show on Tuesday. It really depends how the pre-Thanksgiving preparations go, but that's our plan. If not, we want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving, happy Hanukkah as well, and safe travels as wherever you go to visit your friends and family this week and enjoy yourself yes enjoy yourself. definitely happy thanksgiving uh we are the satellite sisters call your satellite sister